Welcome back to Seen It Before with our newest series, Duel of the Debates. This is episode three. Let's introduce our fighters. Hi, I'm Danny. Hi, I'm Miguel. How's it going? I'm John. Hi, John. I'm Miguel. <laughs> the second take <laughs> we did. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so and I'm Dan. I'm just I'm just here. Hi, I'm the director. Dan. What is this? Hey. hey? Anyway. Um, Way not to say hi back. <laughs> no. Disrespect Miguel much? Unbelievable. Hi, Miguel. Hi, Dan. There we go. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, let's introduce your movies. Danny, what are you doing? Uh, well, first of all, the question is best horror movie of the tw- from 2010 to 2022, which is the present. Um, my movie is Hereditary. My movie is A Quiet Place Part 1. And my movie is Halloween 2018. Cool. All right, guys. So you got a minute, or sorry, two minutes to debate your why you think it's the best movie. Then afterwards, you got a minute to a minute and a half rebuttal. And then there's a free for all. So let's duel, everyone. <laughs> Starting with Danny. All right. Um, so, Hereditary is my movie. I think a horror movie's objective is to scare the audience, and I was certainly horrified at watching this movie, not because it's bad, but because it's one of the best horror movies I have ever seen, in my opinion. Um, it's produced by A24, who's known for putting out hit after hit after hit when it comes to horror movies. Um, Men just released. That's another good horror movie that um, was good. Um, I was told I can't use God as an example, even though I saw this with her. Um the subject matter is relatable and twists the familiar into something horrific. It's it's a family drama first. So that's what this movie is. It's something more than just a horror movie. It's elevated horror. It tells a story of family drama, family um, grief, and it elevates it in in such a manner that it's it, it twists the mundane into something that you could never imagine in the first place. Um the horror elements only add to the drama. We start off in a low place, and instead of going the predictable route of showing ups and downs, the horror movie, and them overcoming their problems, they don't. It only gets worse for them, and it's, that's such an interesting place to go. It's refreshing, um, much like Infinity War said with uh, having the heroes lose. That's what happens in this horror movie, and a lot of horror movies tend to have the villain or the hero win, uh, especially with your two movies that you pick, Quiet Place and um, Halloween 2018. So um, it's genius because halfway through you discover that there really isn't any way out of the situation and you just have to sit with them. 30 seconds. And what, what it's going to happen to them and you're just dreading it. It's like Revenge of the Sith where you don't want Anakin to turn and he still turns anyway. I mean, you know that's coming and it's, it still just happens. Um, Alex Wolf um, has an amazing performance. Tony Collette was robbed of an Oscar on this one. Um, a lot of people say that she deserved it that year. Um, we actually even mentioned it in one of our podcast um we did an oscars podcast a couple a couple years ago where we said yeah tony collette deserved it for this movie um cinematography That's works it. okay, ah. <laughs> okay. i gave you a couple extra seconds for the self-promo hey uh go check out <laughs> the hey. uh, on instagram facebook twitter and spotify and we're moving on to miguel oh hold oh, yeah. on hold on, hold on. Ah. First, first first things first um danny mentioned men being good I did not hear men was good. <laughs> when are men good? Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that is kind of the point of the movie. But <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I haven't either. <laughs> All right. Anyway, now moving on to Miguel. Um, yeah, here we go. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Hi, Miguel. Hi. How are you? Oh, we got to cut that Whoa. out. Whoa. Right? 
Oh, she's God. She's yeah. right, oh, right. shit. Yeah, hey, God. What's up? I'll bleep it. What's up, God? Oh, yeah. I'll bleep it. <laughs> What's good, God? What's good, G? Okay, I just wanted to hop on the Jeez. high Miguel train because I was left out. Okay, go. Okay, so very similar, actually, to what Danny said is um, Quiet Place Part 1. So to be clear, because I would argue they, they do not end on a great note in that one. But it's also a family story. Right from the start, you can tell it's a family story. It's the scenes don't require anything crazy. They do it with the most simplest scenes. It also scares the hell out of you. And you literally in the theater, you fear like you, like you sit there and you're hearing anybody breathe and it's already scary, but let me get back on track here. So for the fear factor, they start off with a, you know, they're going through the town. They're, they're going to finding supplies and they're on their way back. And the kid gets absolutely massacred by um, one of the creatures because he sets up a toy and the sound goes off and they know he's there and it's their son i mean this is this is part of the family they're they're setting up the family arc of the movie and at the same time it also you're scared to even speak while the movie is playing because at any second you almost think their creatures gonna jump out and get you in the theaters um the family arc also continues through the entire thing they teach their kids how to survive in this world they have to teach them how to do asl the, the wife is pregnant with a child, which gives you anxiety throughout the entire film because you're like, when is she going to have this kid? And when she does, how in God's name are they going to be able to have this kid and survive? 30 seconds. I am not ready for 30 more seconds. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the setting itself is very neutral. And what I mean by that is like, it doesn't require anything extra. It's exactly how you would expect it now. Coming from a very technical background, that's kind of how my brain works. I'm more in favor of horror films that I feel like could actually happen. And this is, I think, uh, Krasinski, I think that's how you say his name. Um, he mentioned that the creatures actually came from a meteorite, and that's how everything started. So this is something that, like, potentially could make yourself believe this could happen. Good ending. I like that you guys are finishing early. Uh, it makes my job a lot easier. That's what all women say. Never! <laughs> it, it wasn't much earlier. It was five seconds. Let's be real. Those five seconds can really make a difference. God, we gotta stop this. <laughs> it's like every time. <laughs> so are not. I love that this is continuing. All right, guys. John, you're up, I think. So my Wait. choice was. Oh, hold on, hold on. We didn't say go. God. God didn't say go. You can go. I'm sorry, Dan's an asshole. Agreed. <laughs> so my movie is Halloween 2018 specifically. My thing is with horror movies yes, you want that horror element, but you don't want that to sacrifice an overall good plot. And that's the issue with these two picks. I say Quiet Place is a good plot, not a lot of horror. I say Hereditary is good horror, not good plot. And we'll go more into that during the open debate. With Halloween, you have new elements that revived or reidolized and freshed the franchise. You know, the main character having PTSD. That's not really seen much in horror movies in general. So bringing that new element really refreshed everything. And Halloween had a good mix of having a plot that made sense, not crazy, not over in depth, but not many plot holes as well as having good horror elements. So that this movie, again, we'll get more into everything down the line, but this movie, I would say not only 
revised the or revived i should say the franchise it also brought back the classic horror movie genre to a new generation i think that speaks volumes to the amount of horror that is in the movie as well as not being like oh the car engine didn't work those classic things in horror movies that make you immediately take you out of the movie i would say <laughs> i would say i would say halloween is one of if not the best horror movies out there right now Oh, is that it? Oh, yeah. No, that's it. That's oh. all I need. Huh. That's not something to Insert brag about. sex joke here. Yeah. I already made one, so I can't do it. Listen, if you get the job done, that's what matters. Don't want oversaturate the market. You know? <laughs> You're making her cry over here. All right. Also, it happens every time. <laughs> it's hey, she's here. Thank God. <laughs> we have Wait, she's on camera for once? <laughs> we have yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Really? Yeah, for a second. <laughs> Okay. Um, anyway, moving on to uh, Danny's rebuttal to both of those. Uh, hold on, I gotta set this timer here. All right. Whenever God you're ready. would have been prepared. Hey, what are you gonna say? <laughs> hey, that's hey's, it. Hey's for horses. Okay, go. All right. Uh, quiet place. You mentioned the whole be quiet experience. Um, that's only the theater experience, though. It doesn't really apply to what, when you're watching at home. You're not. You're not inclined to do that. That's the only gimmick that the movie has. Uh, Halloween, I don't even think, is the best movie of that year, which is hereditary. It's also 2018. Um, You said it revitalized the slasher genre. Not really, because that's the only franchise that's currently running. They can't get Nightmare on Elm Street off the ground. They can't get Friday the 13th off the ground. Those are the two other ones that we that we loved back in the 80s, but now there's it's just not there. So I don't think it created the movement as much as Hereditary did with um, elevated horror. You got the Babadook, you got Men, you got other ones. <laughs> I'm blanking on that one, but um, what's the story there? It's, it's just to retread the original. Um, Laurie Lori's running away from Michael. 30 seconds. And it's it's just it, we've seen it before. A quiet place um I feel it's it's like it's made to be like a a generic kind of mainstream not not stepping on anybody's toes kind of horror movie where like everyone can get into it but it's not like it doesn't really say much other than just be quiet and like we have a new creature. In, involved you know it's like a generic creature it's not even an iconic horror movie villain like now i know what payment is i know about paganism and like that's what hereditary did for like introducing satanism back into the horror movie finish your case. sentence because i feel bad interrupting you sorry okay okay well i interrupted you and then we ended anyway We're good. i don't like being on time because i always give you guys an extra like 10 seconds if you're still talking because i'm like well i want you to finish the sentence because you're doing a point but at least i give everybody the extra time and some of you guys just don't like to use it sorry i wasn't looking at you i was actually looking at this one right here oh okay cool <laughs> yeah but it's not his turn so last i'm not in trouble for once cool Miguel, it's your turn go ahead hold on Never god mind. is fucking with my switcher over here i was just trying to make a point <laughs> that's fine i think we're we're good right it's, it's on me right now right miguel go ahead okay so quiet place you said it's the only gimmick which is which is true I, I personally love that i don't like the gimmicky stuff i like it to feel like this could happen i want to actually be scared and maybe that's just me because i don't get terribly scared from movies like hereditary or and i have not seen halloween so i can't say too much on that um but the story 
in a quiet place part two brings up so many different things i mean you you said that that it's rather quiet and it's like well yes that would be that would be true um they they literally can't speak and the only moment they could speak was the waterfall scene um because it was obviously with the sound with the waterfall um they also had pronounced actors in quiet place i mean john krasinski i forgot i looked up the other woman's name right and she she she's in a few things and she did fantastic as well again you said it was mainstream but mainstream mainstream doesn't mean it's bad i don't i don't like that that's kind of where i feel like the argument went because it was still an amazing movie and the creatures didn't have to be in a classic 1980s creature or anything like that it's completely new which is great i personally want new the quiet place i was one scene i was trying to remember here i'm like totally blanking right now oh man anyways i don't i don't agree that it won't have the same effect um at home if you're watching this on a friday night and you're especially late at night if i mean if you're watching it during the day i can agree with that but if you're watching it late at night and you're you know sitting on the couch and whatnot even when i'm playing video games i get scared if it's like a horror game so i don't i don't agree with that statement at all and we'll wrap it up there nice and easy i don't have to interrupt this one because he knows his limit <laughs> This you is where it. Dan is supposed to step in, and then he didn't say anything. I got uncomfortable. You, you can you can talk to, him. you can introduce him. No, it's okay. This would be better if All we right, had jo- two mics, but I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. All right, John, it's your time. So with the Quiet Place, it is literally just one thing. It is literally the fact that it's a silent movie. If you take that out, you have nothing. And the horror alone, there's not really any horror in the Quiet Place. I would argue we'll go more into it. The first scene that you brought up, I feel like could have been done better if they didn't even show the alien. They kind of went more like a Jaws route, which we'll go into. With Hereditary, again, yeah, you mentioned paganism. That's not the first time, you know, Satanism has been brought in movies. That was probably, you know, the first villain, I would say, in horror movies. So I would argue that didn't really revitalize anything. They just wanted, you want to talk about treading something, that's treading something, going into Satanism or whatever was he like the antichrist or whatever he is but that's an old hat and a lot of the horror i would say goes so far is that it starts to become like funny like when you have the mom hiding up on the ceiling kind of like a weird bat thing that was hilarious i laughed at that when peter's just bashing his head on the desk for like 20 minutes straight i laughed at that it goes it's horror is a very fine line and i feel like hereditary goes way too far to the point of where it's comical and i would say quiet place doesn't even touch it and i would say that halloween is right in that middle spot you have the mannequin scene which i would argue is probably the scary scene out of all three of these movies the the babysitter scene where you know they build tension it's at that neighbor's house i would say it's also a scary scene so it's right in that middle of like it's not too scary to the point of where you're just laughing at it because it's so absurd but it also does put tension and makes you sit on the edge of your seat cool good nice dan talk all right um we are moving on to our final round here and it is time for everyone to just go ham Upgraded from bologna. Ham and cheese. Oh. Sandwiches. I'm more of a turkey cheese. guy myself. I mean, see, I'm a grilled, or I'm a, like a chicken slice chicken guy. guy. Chicken, chicken yeah. slice is good. Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> so you're a grilled cheese guy? I am a grilled cheese guy, yeah. I mean, I Who isn't a grilled cheese guy? Come on. That's fair. All right, guys. <laughs> you're going to be judged by God here. So we're going to go off. You're always judged by God. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
John's just so disappointed. I also, I will clarify going into this right now. Uh, it's a fucking, it's a free for all. I have absolutely no clue where I'm going. So this is your moment to be scrappy and somebody convince me of anything. Because right now I got nothing. Have fun. All right. Uh, I guess I'll start because I haven't had a moment to speak in a little bit. Um, <laughs> you feel every Bullshit. bit of, what did you say? I said self-centered. <laughs> I am a little bit. Man. I'll admit, I'll admit. Uh, you feel every bit of terror and every bit of heart wrenching pain that these characters go through. Um, just, and you said the mannequin scene was the most horrific scene out of all of these. You're forgetting the beheading scene where she's like, <laughs> that's fucking terrifying. Plus the telephone pole scene. I laughed at that. See, I laughed I actually, at that too. I actually said, I found that very if we're talking about, if we're talking about comedy in horror, my words, Danny, Halloween was, 2018. I hope she's okay. <laughs> when that happened just put a bandit she's on beheaded she's she's fucking off. gone and then cutting to that scene like the next day where she's rotting with all the ants See, on her and feel uncomfortable they didn't feel like right there, there's disturbing imagery i'll give you that but as a whole though like i said i was taken so far out of it because of how absurd the plot was it's basically you know the joke about how in dark knight the joker's plan had to be insane that's what this movie is the cultists have to ensure that the daughter decides to go to the party she eats the cake the cake has peanuts in it in general they she then sticks her head out the window you know peter veers right instead of left to the telephone pole it's so many elements that these cultists need to have it be exactly where it needs to be it's like i would just like i was thinking this is absurd i was like i would, it took me completely out of the movie that was if exactly you, how I, what i was trying to make the point with a quiet place when i lost my train of thought because quiet place i'm again more of a person who would rather have a realistic horror movie i don't want to have the fake nonsense like that because i don't buy it it doesn't make me buy it but there's no horror in your movie i mean when I you're sitting at the very end there's no and she's holding that shotgun and you're that's waiting, not horror, waiting, that's waiting, waiting. That's just that's, like, that's, that's just teasing you for so what's going to happen next. Horror, is horror scary or not? A horror movie's objective is to scare the audience. That yeah. was terrifying. Sitting there waiting Watching for Watching her cock ending. a shotgun? Yeah. No, 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 no. How the far tension and anxiety that you create when you have that scene and you're sitting there and hearing it, trying to pick apart and getting into the house, worried for all these children she has to protect. But all first off, I hated the kids. They were all stupid. Or at least the son was. They had to learn ASL. Do you know ASL? No, no, I'm not talking about... Oh, but the actors I'm not, are... The actors cool them, or whatever. But. I'm talking about the characters themselves, and that actually leads into my point. All scary parts, or quote-unquote scary parts, in your movie had to be force-fed by an element in the movie. So when she... When Emily Blunt's character has to give birth, but she gives alert to the alien because she stabbed her toe with a nail, they spent a solid three-second scene just panning onto the nail as she ripped it off from the wood panel. So that's your first element gone. Then the second element, when he actually, when the alien comes into the basement where all the water is, you had to just add the fact that there was like a water flood that John Krasinski's character just ignored to go find his I forgot son. about that. That's yeah. fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, a pipe is just having so much water come out. He's like, I don't even notice that. I'm just going to go into the woods. So that's the second you know, as it's like swimming through the water, that second tension built scene is produced by another unnecessary element that again, takes you out of the movie. Cause you're like, Hey, are you going to no, You're not going to fix that. Okay. Like, and then the final scene is the corn scene. Like they're in the cornfield and the kids are in the car and John Krasinski has an ask, ask, 
axe. There we go. There That's go. the word. Sorry. <laughs> so he's got an ass. He's got. It sure it does. That's not America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> but so. So that tension is only built when the dumb kid just yells dad as loud as he possibly can to alert the alien. That So all the quote-unquote scary parts of your movie are brought in by some, like, basically dumb, I would say, plot devices. So And again, that's my show. There's oh, horror movies have plot devices. I mean, I would say that's probably the most simplistic horror movie but for plot devices. Stupid. But terrible. You're telling me... Why, why is it stupid and terrible? Okay, let's go with the nail scene first. Okay. So she... The nail comes up. She sees the nails up. We pan, zoom in for for a solid minute. Mm-hmm. So you know it's going to come back later. And then she's I will like, admit, you're exaggerating slightly on the timings here. It's an extended period of time. Okay. It's way longer. It's it, definitely it is longer. a force-fed, hey, this will be important later. Well, it keeps it remembering. They keep it remember. But you're telling me Emily Blunt's character would not be like, hey, I should fix that. It, are, during the, those kind of moments? I mean, I don't what, know. I don't think straight laundry. all the time. What, what moment have was you happening? Never, have you never set something down when, oh, yeah, like your phone. Set it down, like, I'll get to that. And then This is a it. nail sticking out of a floorboard. That's way more important than my phone. I can promise you people don't, don't fix this stuff immediately. I mean, just look but at people's tenants' house. It's still not. Like so, give, so even <laughs> like, so say she finishes the laundry. An hour, maybe two hours because it's old school with the water. Mm-hmm. If there's a nail sticking out of a, a floorboard and you have children running around, you absolutely have to fix that first. And then the whole water pipe scene. Your house is about to get flooded and you don't notice it. Like, there's just so much stuff that had, like, the only way that you're able to get any tension in the movie was by, you you know, these dev- these plot devices that were unnatural put in and you have to ignore any logic to get to it i feel like if you're trying to ignore logic that's that's a lot of horror movies that like you're just totally dismissing right? halloween i know no, i will argue let's very go. much halloween let's, okay what what michael logic is being involved uh, the screenwriter is so embarrassingly trying to steer michael into confronting Lori. there's so much stuff that happens just because just so he can break out give me an example they uh, they bring the mask to him because the screenwriter wants him to to have a have a killing spree. That's so the movie starts. That's right. contrived. Mm-hmm. They he breaks out and he the movie would just be him killing random people in the neighborhood unless the doctor shows up and turns the whole plot because he's fascinated by Michael being a psychopath. So he stabs the the sheriff and make and drives Michael to Lori's house. The movie's so confused on who what the story wants to be. It's like. We want it to be about Michael being the essence of evil and killing anyone, but we also want it to be Lori be the main the main victim because that's because we want to pay homage to forty years later, but it just doesn't work because they erased the only connection that he had with Lori in Halloween two where they, they were brother and sister. Now in this one they're well, yeah, not brother and sister anymore. Connection though. And that that had to be retcon. That was a dumb connection. And that wasn't even the second one. But that they, was like Halloween twenty, wasn't it? It's Halloween two. Was it two or was it, it was H2O? two? And then they followed it up with H with H two O. Okay, but yeah, the, you don't need that connection. And I would argue he broke out because Jamie, uh, Lori's character or Lori broke him out because she wanted him free so she could kill him. That's a, that's headcanon. It's not explicitly told. No, in that's the a movie. theory, right? No, and I agree with you. But I'm saying th- that would be the argument for like, oh, how do you even get out? Yeah, and okay. But I, you get, in the movie, kind of telegraphs it that it's the doctor because he's like he's on. That the, would also work. But again, we're talking it's about contrived. The, the doctor is like it's it's he he's such a dumb like he's just a, such a but dumb. But that's twist. realistic Nobody, though. There are women that 
try to someone married Charles Manson after he got out of prison or while still in prison. There are any murderer psychopath. There are a fan base as weird as it is. That's a thing. So a doctor who spends all of his time with him and this is his field. He's genuinely in awe of Michael because his whole theory is like, there is just evil. Like normally like, Oh, you know, something happened and then maybe there's a way to rehabilitate him. This doctor's like, no, there's just evil and he's a perfect example. So that's why he likes Michael and that's why he is so adamant of just letting him go and be free because he wants to study him. And like I said, if you want to talk about again, even though we're talking about quote unquote plot holes, I feel like that's more explainable and more understandable than anything in quiet place. There's no simple mistakes in quiet place though. This isn't like crazy out of the box things. Like the one thing with hereditary is that, everything is has to be set up as well i mean in almost every movie it's like I agree. if we're talking about contrived they, they all have contrivances right. that, i just think halloween I, specifically has way more i think quiet places is the most simplest ones and the one that has the least amount of but, complex but again there's no devices. horror in that movie i know I feel it like, relies on jump scares only that's what I, I i see i don't agree because there's the anxiety and the tension that you're feeling throughout the entire movie but I feel you can say the same thing about hereditary. I don't. I well, I laughed during hereditary. So. As did I. So that, okay, if we're talking about laughter, your fucking um, Julian kid was like one? Julian, you know the little little black kid. He's like when it like oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he yeah. was funny. That was his he point. Was, he was but completely took me out of the scene once. Like um, uh, the babysitter, I forgot her name, Vicky, I think, I was getting stabbed. She's like, help, help me, help me, and then he's like, oh shit, and he's like, I got cut my toenails and shit. I'm like, come on, it took me right out. And it's, it's, that was so stupid. And then, like, you have fucking, um, uh, what's his name, Oscar, who's like... The grouch? <laughs> well, he's he's a, in the movie? He's a grouch in the movie. But uh, he's the little nerd kid with the Dracula cape. He's like... Um, oh, yeah, the, the the simp guy. Yeah, 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 the simp guy. He's just telling jokes as he's dying. He's like, sorry, I didn't... You know, it's, it's so Danny McBride comedy that it's just thrown in there when it, it's supposed to be scary. And I think... You can say that it's so surreal and over and overdone and hereditary, but you can't. But it, well, they were going; they weren't explicitly trying to tell a joke. They were telling a, a horrific moment with the mother de- beheading herself, um, the daughter getting hit, decapitated by the telephone pole, and then the her throwing the book in the fire, and then the husband burning up. But that made no sense because when it first happened, she threw the book in the fire, and she caught. She combusted. She throws the book again a second time, and he combusts. What? Well, where's? How does that happen? I, again, I was well, okay. like, why is he dying? Was, they were cursed. That's the whole thing. They right. were cursed by payment. But if you're deliberately using an element to cause a death, like that's like she didn't think it would kill him. But she just no, wanted no, to get no, rid I, of the book. No, no. To, no what I'm saying this goes back from to the writing, though, like, that's what I'm saying from a writing standpoint. So, just something similar to that would be is if someone if someone had a gun and shot it, it somehow shot the, the person shooting the gun. If the movie or the writers deliberately say, "Hey, you throw this book in the fire, you're going to catch fire," and then we do it again, and they're like, "Okay, no, we were kidding. Now that guy's going to catch fire." That makes no sense. I don't know what you're talking about. So there's one scene in the beginning when she tries to throw the book into the no, fire. and then it doesn't burn, but she catches fire. Her sleeves catches fire. And she puts it out, and then she takes the book out of the fire. So then the second time around, she's trying well, to convince the husband, like, oh, please, please, believe me, you have to throw this book in the fire. You have to do it. And then he's like, no, you're fucking nuts. What are you talking about? And so she just says, screw it, and throws it in herself. And then the husband catches fire, who is just a dude in this situation. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, he's just he's just hanging out. But but that's what I'm saying. If you want to talk about, you know, 
true horror or whatever. The, that the scene took coming out of, out of the fucking like when she's daydreaming and then she's like just hearing the stories about. But you know it's a dream though. I didn't know it was a dream where she's like starts all of a sudden she's doused in gasoline and there's fucking ants crawling out of his face and then he's like like I I don't know maybe it's because I've had like weird nightmare dreams like that before where like or I've I've talked in my sleep mm-hmm. where I don't know exactly what I'm doing that I mean I clicked with that was I'm like oh shit like she doesn't know what she's doing she was she almost burnt her son alive and I'm thinking that's fucking crazy and like that's such a horrific thing to think about and for them to to pull it off in the way that did it was just you know, really horrifying, t- terrifying, you know, and quiet place. It, it just doesn't reach those heights of horror for me. I feel like I don't think it needs it because it's the it does, entire, it's horror the entire movie. movie. Well, yes, but the entire movie, you're scared. There is no. no scene like in Hereditary where it's like you're just totally out of it. There's no scene that you're talking about Halloween where you're out of it. The entire movie, you're sick, you're watching, you're paying attention. I'd argue attention is constantly. I would going. argue there are several and points where I'm out of it. There's a few. Well, maybe for you, but I would say generally speaking, the entire theater when I was in there was quiet. The I know theater, you said, though, the theater experience. Theater experience, great. Yeah. But that's still a great sample set for how the movie is. When the entire theater is quiet and listening the entire time, hardly any chomping. There is no sound. You can't even hear a pin drop because everyone is intensely in it. And the only time you actually felt some relief, they immediately would maybe not immediately, but they would take it away relatively soon, like the waterfall and all that. Something bad would happen. And unlike what you said earlier, I wouldn't argue Quiet Place, at least part one, did not end on a great note. When he has to sit there and sacrifice himself for his family, which it kind of leads to my next point, is you know the, the family values that come out of this movie. The the idea that the movie like was kind of like a pseudo kind of like a example of how today's society is where we can't speak because if we speak, we're going to be destroyed. The stuff that comes out of this movie and the entire time it's you just feel scared there is no getting taken out of it maybe maybe for you you were taken out of it at certain points well here's my thing i would argue the movie would been a lot scarier because you brought this up the first scene where Mm -hmm. the kid gets killed they showed their hand too soon you see what the alien looks like not really you do you get a clear shot he's got the i disagree completely he's got the weird forearm you you see a blurb and that blurb makes you think and when you think you think the worst because that's how humans no but you still get the entire movie you're thinking how does this creature look well let me let me propose something to you because i argue the editing screwed up because you definitely get a good shot of what it looks like because it's literally the sh- it's like an overshot of John Krasinski pointing towards the kid. I would argue because it then cuts to a shot where it's John Krasinski is running towards the camera. It's like the POV of the kid essentially. Mm-hmm. I argue they should have kept that shot longer, got rid of the over the shadow shot where you or over the shoulder shot where you see the where you see the alien. You just keep the POV shot and then you just see the blur. I would argue that because then you start getting to like the more Jaws esque, like I don't know what he looks like, but you already know what they look like. I, I don't think so. I remember watching that explicitly, remembering not getting a good enough view and not understanding how it looks like, and my mind going crazy on what in the hell is going on. Well, you, can, you need to get your eyes checked, I think. No, I disagree with that. I, I think you need to go to a, an eye doctor. What are those guys called? Opto- optometrist. Yeah, optometrist. Because it is clear. <laughs> you get a you get a full body shot. Okay. You see his whole frame and everything. So I would argue your the basement scene would be scarier and I believe it would have even more tension because when it comes up from the water that's it's that should have been like the pinnacle like this is what it looks like for scene. me that kind of was get your eyes checked pal because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue I'm sure if we could pull up a frame or even the clip and mm-hmm. you can see it clear as day you can see a blurb of it yes no it's more than just a blur you see the full body it's head shape you, you see, so you see a whole body but it's on on screen for like 
three it, frames. It, it literally goes like this. Like you can hardly see it. Mm. As heart as heart wrenching as that scene is, mm-hmm. uh, with the girl with the little boy getting taken, doesn't match the heart wrenching wail that Tony Collette lets out in Hereditary, where she's like, "I just want my daughter back," and it's off screen, and like you just see the horror in Alex Wolf's performance. It's just. It's haunting. I don't know. The, 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 when he's sitting at the end and he's like, I love you in, in ASL and then absolutely just dies. The, that, that's heartwarming. It's yeah. not heart-wrenching. Yeah. Watching him die? Well, because it's like, oh, well, that's his family. That's his somebody's dad that they no longer will ever have ever again. There. I've seen it done better in a bunch of different movies. It might be done the better. That doesn't mean it takes away from the moment, though. But my... We've already, I, feel, I feel like we've harped enough on Quiet Place. I feel like we need to put more pressure on hereditary so (laughs) my issue with hereditary is another issue with the plot is that the whole point of everything happening to this family is so that peter is so down that he is basically the at the weakest point where antichrist what what, what was his name again pilgrim payment payment yeah Pilgrim. <laughs> Pilgrim. 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 Close enough. Close enough. But so he's so weak to the point of where he's available to get taken over. I would argue that happened right as soon as the daughter died. Like he's already blaming himself for her death. He's already crying. I feel like emotionally yeah. he was ready to go. So the rest, the next hour, you know. Watching an even bigger descent because his mom turns on him and then beheads herself in front of him. So, so not only so he not even be not only being the cause of your sister's death but watching your mom blame you the entire time right and then kill herself in front of you and your dad burns up as well again <laughs> you know just a side note that the dad just caught on fire. he's not important really exactly. to the story, right like, he's not important to the story. what's important is the performances of tony and alex they're the they're the pillars of that movie and they they pull it off so friggin well my the michael myers is an aging 60 year old man he doesn't even embody the essence of evil that he was supposed to in the original he's uh, he's an aging 60 year old man it doesn't it doesn't it yeah doesn't how, old, add how old is this pagan god if we're gonna pagan go, is immortal exactly or, uh, how pagan. do we know he's not like, he's immortal you're right michael is immortal he's no he's not he's, he's aging you see him graying so? and plus you Listen. see his face which is kind of the number one rule that you don't do in halloween when do we see his face? You see his face in the toilet or like in the gas station scene. You see it. Um, I might see not it, be the only You see like a side profile. What? Uh, you might because I, I don't remember <laughs> this at all. I don't. A full face shot. We get a full face shot of this. It's guy. a full face shot for like it's it's similar to the um, Danny Son. I need I need a fact check on that. Can you pull up an image? There's no way they show his full. It's face. out of focus, but you see do. the features. So you get you can get a. It's like how they did the Joker scene in the Batman. We're not going to do anything. Like on the. You know, okay, how they so, show different shots, different parts of his face. Okay, so the you same, so the same way he's saying, "Oh, the f- alien shot is not you can't really see." You're, well, you you're, see the full alien later on. Yeah, in that one. I'm saying deliberately. You know, he's saying, "Oh, it's only three frames," and you're saying, "Oh, it's only th- three frames." So how long is this? Well, shot? I'm just saying you don't do that with Michael Myers. You but don't you even get a full face shot. Everyone, I hated the fucking when they did it in the original too. It was it's, it's just a thing you don't do with with horror movie villains. Everyone, nobody likes that. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We've been going for like at least probably 15, 20 minutes here. If I'm being honest, I haven't been oh, really? you guys. Oh, yeah. You've been going off, which has been helpful. High five, guys. Because we needed Ooh, that. Your hands are cold. Um, hands are always cold. cold we're going to go, go back oh, yeah. to a quick little cutscene, a little outro of Danny doing some singing to keep us entertained because we have to discuss again. You guys keep each other's hands warm. 
Okay. God and I have returned. What's your horror film, Dan? Hey! Oh, that's, a good, that's a good question. Yeah, that I wonder what if you were, had, the you were able to debate so, Daniel. The Conjuring Daniel's Part song. 2. Conjuring oh, Part 2. Like Conjuring. Okay. Heavy mm-hmm. jump scares. Heavy jump scares. Heavy jump scares, but also a really good, a good plot. Um, a really good plot. Yeah. I, I'm in it for the narrative. Yeah, the yeah. That's, that's me too, which is why I, I have a little bit of an issue with, yeah. with Hereditary. Well, no. Her- yeah. yeah. I think you got If you literally lay everything out, it's impossible. Cause it's like it's insane like you think joker shit is crazy like first off we have to s- <laughs> the cult has to plan we're done arguing no, 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 i'm just i'm just making the statement again the cult has to <laughs> the cult has to plan for a high school party plan that the mother is gonna make uh the son bring the daughter plan that they made a cake plan that they put nuts in the cake which who puts nuts in cake? These nuts. <laughs> I want this off the record. I don't. I don't want this. So then, no, this is actually perfect, Johnny. I'm going to cut you off, That's but fine. I'm going go to go off of you by starting right here. That hereditary is not the winner in this instance, and I'm going to make go, one baby. very strong point in that I, me being God and you God being right, and sometimes God is allowed to be a little biased. Again, hereditary is too scary. I think the object is that it's no, scary. Okay, but what I'm saying is, I think here. it's just there are too many things going on in Red Chair where some of these things are so crazy that it just pulls you out of the movie, and it's like I can't sit here and enjoy. Like, sure, it's a family drama first, but I can't enjoy that because I'm sitting here shitting my fucking pants, and I don't enjoy. It. Like, I'm not here you for that. Like, pants? so you're saying there's a threshold of horror? In I didn't, there's I wasn't too thinking much, about it that and Hereditary way. was while Hereditary's good and great. Hereditary is too much, and it's there's there's a fine line between. You know, being a good horror movie, being scary, having a good story, and being too much, and then not being scary at all. Which I think, on the other hand, I don't think Halloween was scary at all. Which is why I'm also saying that Halloween is not the winner here. Well, I think Halloween's a good story. And so, Dan and I were talking about this during the episode here. I think that all these three... This was a very hard choice again. Like, we're both standing back there, and I'm like, I don't know where to go. I'm sitting here like, Dan, you need to make this decision for me. I don't know what to say. I've kind of got nothing here. Um, All three of these movies, I feel like, did leaps and bounds for, like, what kind of needed to happen at the time. The Halloween franchise definitely needed a reboot that was good and not something that was just kind of shitty garbage, like the Rob Zombie and I think, like, Halloween 2.0 was, whatever. Danny, I hope you're proud of me for saying that. I have never loved you more. Cool, good. Um, That's a beautiful moment. Halloween 2018, Aww. great. It it sh- it gave this franchise a breath of fresh air and some new life that it needed, but I don't think it was really scary enough. So while it's a great Halloween movie, I don't think it's a good horror movie. And Hereditary, on the, on the other hand, I feel like brought it brought A24 more mainstream than I think they were before. Um, it was really, really good. It's not my favorite A24 film, but that's not why we're here. But again, I think it is... Take it easy. <laughs> is it the I witch? Think it's... Whiplash. Oh, true. That's A24. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the yeah. witch is A24. Oh, I was going to say Midsummer, but okay. Uh, okay. Wait, you liked Midsummer? Yeah, I know. Shut up. Ha, 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 ha. I'm not ha, ha I'm te- generally terrified for you. It was... I, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> no terrified for me. where we were. <laughs> no, are you okay? <laughs> More, are you okay? No, ha, ha. <laughs> Just it it pulled me out of it because I couldn't sit there and enjoy anything because I just kind of sat there wanting to die. So while yeah. some people they like they get the adrenaline rush and they get off on that, I'm here to sit there and enjoy a movie, and a movie that I sat there and I peacefully and quietly enjoyed very much. So was a quiet place. So 
Good job. I don't know about describing it as peacefully, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to make a nod no, to how good. the theater was quiet. Um, oh. It was really good, and it was really nice seeing how... Per- I mean, I thought the movie was fucking terrifying. It was great, and it just... I was so... Everybody in the theater and everybody who saw it was so invested in it because you're just sitting there on the edge of your seat the whole time, like holding your breath while you're watching the movie because you don't want to make a wrong move. And it's really interesting seeing a movie do that now because it's like, well, when Danny brought up how, oh, Tony Collette, she had this just terrifying wail, you know, when like her, it was what, when the daughter died, I think, something like that. Yeah. I get that, but also A Quiet Place made me feel that emotion and more without saying a thing. And that is kind of what put the nail in the foot for me in this instance. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> she doesn't like that either. I tried my best. You all can go God to is terrible at jokes. Cannon. I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Looks like we wrapped up another successful duel of the debates. Damn, who was your choice? I already said what it was. Conjuring 2. No, no. No, like no, who's no. out of us? No. Oh, my choice? Miguel as well. Oh shit! Really? Shit! Yeah, no, no, sweet, I picked, sweet, I picked yeah. Miguel. I felt like I was defending myself the whole time. We didn't hit him enough. Like oh, enough I thought we hit him plenty. Yeah, me actually, too. no, I'm gonna loop back to that while we're here. You're changing I hit your the answer. Mic. Um, no, I'm not at all. Oh, that is okay. something that Dan and I spoke about a lot. Is how you guys argued in this episode because I feel like Miguel argued for himself the most. Yeah, because we were attacking him the most. And, yeah, and my biggest thing, honestly, John, why I didn't pick you was because you spent so long just harping on everybody else. And I think more so you were trying to make the other movies look bad rather than make yours look good. That's a good point. That was me with Spider-Man. That's a good point. I, I was trying to just uh, get to Danny and put pegs down a little bit when I did Spider-Man. You want to peg Danny? You trying to peg me? John, this is an inside well, somebody joke. somebody has Joe to because I won't. No, I wanted this for I don't this. Want it John, to this is It won't joke. be me either. We've yeah. seen okay. it before. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle at cna beforecast that's s-c-e-n-e it beforecast and on twitter with the handle s-i-b underscore pod i'm dan i'm danny you can find me on instagram at danny underscore was my letterbox at dj was or my youtube channel which is just danny was miguel do you have anything yes i have a youtube channel a line by street one which twitter and instagram the exact same thing and i also have a personal obviously instagram and twitter all at miguel music six Cool. I'm John. I don't have anything. I'm a weirdo like that. Uh, Not a weirdo. I, totally cool. Totally cool. Uh, I had fun. You know, just love debating movies. Hopefully, I'm back on soon. Yeah. And maybe you'll win. Maybe you'll be maybe. on the actual maybe. podcast this time around next time. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, until then, it's been an honor. See you next time. <laughs>